In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. This morning, of course, you've just heard the Gospel of Zacchaeus. And perhaps, if you're like me, the first thing you think of uh, when you hear Zacchaeus is either Lent, because this also means that Lent is, is not far away, but of course is Zacchaeus was a wee little man, and a wee little man was he. And I could sing the whole thing, and many of you could as well. But there's another song that perhaps we should think of as well. Uh, Joshua fought the battle of Jericho. Jericho, Jericho. Joshua fought the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. Now that one I'm not sure I got right. But that's another song that we should think of perhaps on Zacchaeus Sunday, because if you were paying attention in the gospel reading, Jesus is actually in Jericho when he comes across Zacchaeus. And in fact, Jesus was outside of Jericho last Sunday in the gospel that we read where he healed the blind man. And so there is something to be said about Jericho. And I think actually what happened in Jericho with Joshua and what happens with, uh, in Jericho with Jesus and Zacchaeus have some very strong parallels. Of course, the name Jesus and the name Joshua are actually the exact same name. But besides that, and we could talk about that for a long time, but besides that, there's some very interesting parallels about what happens in Jericho with Joshua. So if you read in the book of Joshua in the Old Testament in chapter 6, you know that the people of Israel have crossed into the promised land. And by crossing into the promised land, God tells them that they are going to be victorious over anyone who is in their way so that they can have the promised land, because God has given it to them. Well, they come to Jericho, a very big fortified city with these big walls all around it, and God tells them to win the victory in a very interesting way. So Joshua takes all the soldiers that he has, and they are to walk around the city in complete silence, once a day, for six days. And so they go and they walk around the city. And you can probably imagine the people of Jericho looking down, thinking, what in the world are these people doing? And on the seventh day, they were to walk around the city of Jericho six times silently. And then on the seventh time, when they were going to go around the city, they began to blow their trumpets and they began to shout. And as they did so, the walls of Jericho came crumbling down. Like the song says. And so they were able to win and capture the city of Jericho. Now there was one family in Jericho that was saved. And that was the family of Rahab the harlot. Because a few chapters previous to that, uh, when Joshua sent spies out into the promised land to be able to see what they were going to be coming up against, Rahab actually welcomed in the spies and hid them. So that they wouldn't be caught by the authorities. And she did it because she told the spies, she said, I've heard about your God. I've heard about how he led you out of Egypt. I heard how he uh, parted the Red Sea and allowed you to cross the Red Sea as if it were like dry land. And I heard that when you got to the other side, the sea came back together and destroyed the forces of Pharaoh. Your God is special 
and I want to know more about your God. And so she welcomed them into her household and hid them, even though it was a dangerous thing. And so when the walls of the city came tumbling down, Rahab and her household were saved. And they then joined the people as they went into the promised land. And not only did Rahab simply join the people, if you remember from the genealogy of Christ, she actually is one of the ancestors of Christ. And through her line comes the incarnation and comes our Savior, Jesus Christ. But it all started because she hoped and desired God. She welcomed the spies into her, house, into her household and salvation then came to her house. Now, all of that is exactly what happens with Zacchaeus in the gospel this morning. Zacchaeus had heard about all of the wonderful, wonderful things that Jesus had been doing, the miracles that he'd been working. And he desired to see this man, Jesus, as he was coming through his own city, Jericho. And he was a tax collector perhaps even more sinful in the eyes of the people than Rahab the harlot would have been. And he was pushed out and not able to to see Christ, and so he had to climb a tree to see him. And Christ says, Zacchaeus, come down, I'm going into your house. And so he welcomes Christ into his house with open arms, with joy, it even says there in the scripture. And after his repentance... Jesus says those words to him, salvation has come to this household. Rahab heard that. Zacchaeus heard that. Both of them in the city of Jericho, both of them serving the same one God who works miracles throughout the world and throughout our life. So what does that tell us about what we need to do? Well, we need to be like Rahab and we need to be like Zacchaeus. And first of all, we need to strive and toil, as St. Paul says in the epistle this morning to Timothy, strive and toil because our hope is in the living God. And I love that he says the living God because he's pointing to the fact that God is not just someone who hangs out and watches us, but he's the living God who acts and interacts with us. And so just like Rahab was able to remember and to hear about all of the things that God did to save the people from Egypt, Zacchaeus was able to hear about all of the things that Christ did in working all of those miracles. We have those things as well. And we can hope in God. But not only do we have those things past of those people who we might not even know, but we have our own miracles And our own things that we know we have seen and experienced God in our own life or in the lives of others that are around us. And so we can can strive and toil because we hope in the living God. We desire our salvation uh, through him. And so that's the first thing. The second thing that we need to do is to invite Christ into our house. Now at the very start of this pandemic... We talked a lot about making our house the little church. And that's something that's not new in the Orthodox Church just because of a pandemic, but that's something that we always should be doing, making our home the little church. And so it's a good thing for us to go to our homes and to say, where is Christ here? The things that I'm doing in this space, would I do them if Christ were dwelling here as well? Would I do them if he came and said, Hey, Philip, I want to come to your house today. 
But I have to change everything about what was going on in my house. Where is Christ in our homes? Invite him to our homes. Ensure that Christ is uh, wanted in where we live. So hope in the living God and invite Christ into our homes. And once we do that, once we hope in God and invite him into our homes, there's only one thing that we will do, and that is repent. Rahab the harlot changed her life. Zacchaeus the tax collector changed his life. He gave away half of his goods to the poor. If he cheated anybody, he didn't just give it back to them. He restored it four times what he had cheated them. And he didn't do it begrudgingly and saying, I guess if this is true, I better do this. He did it with joy. And when Christ was sitting in his house, he didn't judge. He didn't shame. He simply said, Zacchaeus, salvation has come to this house. And that's what we want to hear. Brothers and sisters, sometimes it feels like the walls of the city and of our world are falling down around us. Just like at Jericho. But in this morning's gospel, in what we are hearing, we have the ability to be saved when the walls come crashing down. Because we can hope in the living God. We can invite Christ into our homes. And we can repent and change our lives so that we unite ourselves to Christ. And then just like Rahab and just like Zacchaeus, hear those words, salvation has come to this house. May we hope in God, invite him in and repent, and may we hear those words. Because salvation surely is promised to us if we do those things. And may salvation come to each of our homes. Glory to the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. Amen.